comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! Um. Join me in 20 minutes so that we will make progress. Um, before we move forward, I would like to, if you are fast enough, that is, if you have been participating in the class effectively, that means it is expected that you should have questions by now. So I will entertain two questions. Because for teaching for... How many classes do we have, we have had now on this particular matter? How many? Huh? four classes. So, somebody that has attended four classes on a subject matter should have one or two questions. So, I'll quickly take three. Three. If you will ask the question in the next 30 seconds, I will take your question. I will take your question. For people online and on site. I will ask. We have 20 more seconds remaining. Okay, somebody give him the mic. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, Papa, uh, the first, I remember the first day we started this teaching, mm-hmm. it said something that really struck me. It said, not because, for the fact that a voice asked you to do something for God mm. does not mean it's the voice of God. Okay. So how can we really differentiate? Because me, I used to think maybe since, since the voice I'm hearing is in line with Okay, achieving something for God or doing something. Sometimes many of the things we are hearing is even good. Sometimes it looks as if it's, it's um, a godly thing. How many of you have been in that predicament? Let me give you a common one. A man of God came and preached, preached, preached. And then he said, You should sow seed. The, in the whole of the atmosphere, your soul was excited. And then you cleared your account and said, God spoke to me. That when I give this, this will happen. Have you noticed nothing happened? Have you not done it as you are looking at me? The, what he should suggest to you. Are you with me? You are now with me. What he suggests to you is that God never spoke to you. It was the excitement that was everywhere. That now made you to. That made you to say God spoke to you. Many times he said God spoke to you. Even in good things. It was not God. So, I believe we will get to there because part of the challenge in this matter now is that um, believers have not been taught I didn't see you yesterday. Believers have not been taught well on how to separate the soul and the spirit. Because 70% of God's communication will be non-cognitive and if it is true then you need to know that God is fundamentally what? A spirit. 
That means his communications will come that way. Huh? And if it is true that God is spirit and he communicates fundamentally in the spirit, even if he's in the natural, it is still spiritual in context. Huh? That will mean that the dimension of you that we primarily, fundamentally communicate or interact with God matter, God words, God communication is your spirit. Are you getting the matter now? So this is what I'm saying. God is spirit. So if we will speak to you, he will most likely speak to your spirit. Are you getting the point now? If you are with me, say amen. amen. So if it is true, I'm not saying that your soul can't get the information. As a matter of fact, as I've said, I think in our first lecture, the people that are most skilled in decoding the applicative dimension of God's voice are those that have um, exercised their soul. In fact, they brought their mind along, even though the communication was in the spirit. Are you with me? God is communicating in the spirit, but you brought your mind along. People that are good in interpretation, uh, um, there are three levels of interacting with the prophetic word. I think that was what I taught you guys when I came to when I came to UNN that day. So the first one is what? Revelation. The second one is what? Interpretation. The third one is what? Application. So your capacity to interpret is depending on many things. Now the first layer is sovereign. is given to God. He can choose to communicate in many ways. But if you will benefit from it then you will have the capacity to interpret what God is saying. I don't want to go there. Let me give you an example. My mother said that she saw a vision and in that vision she, she was inside a bus and the bus was my, my father was the one driving the bus. I don't know why I said my father. It will make me to hide some details. So they were driving the bus. Guess what? My mother was there. And one of my sisters were, was there too. So they came to a point and then the bus now turned upside down. The bus fell, turned upside down. Couldn't move again. So, but none of the people inside the bus was hot. They just came out and were standing along the road. Then she now saw me. I came. I was trekking on. I came. And I was wearing a white suit with a briefcase. I came and I passed them. I didn't, I didn't even bother to greet any of them. The team bothered my mother for, for years. She said that, do you know what she said? She said that this thing, her interpretation is that she will miss heaven. Is it the interpretation? I will not tell you. But the, the implication is far reaching. In fact, he reached some point when I came and I was passing. Then, that my sister that was there left them and now joined me on my journey. So she says she, she has missed heaven. I have to come and explain to her that it is not heaven you missed. Now, are you getting the point? Her application will be wrong even in 20 years' time. Why? Is the revelation wrong? What was the problem? 
Now, your capacity to interpret is depending on many things. I don't want to go there. Irrespective of the fact that the spirit ministers interpretation, your mind has to be active to trap it. That is what I'm not saying interpretation is fundamentally the activity of the mind. But if you will be able to relate with the interpretation, you have to carry your mind what? Because the next thing is application and you apply in this realm. And if you want to engage the things in this realm, then you need your soul is what you need to engage. Your intellect, your emotion, your will. Are you with me? If you are with me, say amen. amen. So that, that woman can be applying the wrong thing for years. Meanwhile, she will say, God, say after me, God showed me. Say after me, God told me. Is what, what God said, is he wrong? So what is the problem? Are you getting it? In fact, should I even tell you in the matters of giving, God can even impress in your heart to give. And you will go and give in the wrong place. And you will never receive any result. I don't want to go there. There are such things as fertile ground. Huh? The parable of the sower. Do you know all the seeds have equal potentials? Huh? Do you know the problem? The fundamental problem is the soil where you sow. There are places you, as soon as it is landing, the best of the air will carry it. You heard what Evangelist Ikechu was saying that a, a man of God, a prophet, came and prophesied and said that should tie a seed to this prayer and I will pray for you and God. They brought prayer points. When they brought prayer points, the man packaged it and they entered the car. The man took the money, counted it, kept it well, took the prayer point and threw it on the window as they are leaving. He said he wept, knelt down, picked the prayer point and decided to pray for the people. You, you have been in such meetings just that you are not aware so if you are living there you say God told me to sow is it not true I don't want to go there once you hear sow the next thing is where that is if you are wise in the ways of God I'm telling you how some of us never missed it because sometimes God will tell you do something you, some people will just they just heard God they didn't hear the interpretation they left and began to apply you are not you don't know how to apply. You don't know the way of the prophets. Go and check how they function. When God speaks to them, they don't just leave. They will stay there and understand the applicative dimension. Huh? That is the important thing. That is where the result is. Do you know sometimes God will tell you what he wants to do but the application he will still wait for you to come so that he will interpret it for you. He will still wait for you to come so that he will show you how to apply it. So sometimes God can tell the two of you the same thing. Uh, even give you the same mandate or an assignment that looks the same. Do you know the difference? Even release the same grace. Do you know the difference? The difference will now be the application. Because the way the two of you understood the calling will be different. And if it is true, the way you will apply yourself will be different. Guess who will have more results? So, I'm trying to tell you that in interpretation and application, many people leave their mind behind. Huh? I met an elder somewhere, and he told me that prayer people like me don't 
are not normally excellent they are just interested in the fire in do you know why it is true do you know why we are not like that because i carried my mind along so the things god is saying i'm able to interpret it to the end some of you have found out that to dress well like that your dressing last week that was fine does not reduce your fire and I'm not in support of careless dressing as a matter of fact if you are a lady here and you dress indecent I will give you two more weeks I will come and warn you because we don't need distraction here I assume that all of us are learning. But you learn to a point. You know that some things can be going hand in hand. It's just like you are praying and seeking God and you still have unforgiveness, bitterness. We will leave you for some time. But we assume that if you do this kind of prayer for two months, is it not true? Something should start touching you. At least it should tell you that this kind of life is not good. And begin to ask, how can I be helped? If you start asking how can I be helped, then we will know that the challenge is that the grace have not been supplied. Huh? So I'm not supporting in this end because there are some people that came here. In case you don't know, the matters that we handle is much. There are some guys that came here and they are suffering from they are trying to withdraw from the the terrible hold of, of, of immorality immoral spirits and then they appear and you dress somehow you don't know how that spirit works I don't want to do an x-ray here the spirit has the capacity to define for you even the things that the physical eyes cannot see and as I teach people one of the ways to take care of that kind of thing, if you really want to be free, is beyond the decisions, beyond the actions, you have to set boundaries. For, for example, one of the boundaries is that you should stop loading data on your phone. Is it not somebody that has data that will go to a pornographic site? Sometimes you need to keep your Android phone. Use only one that can send text messages. Because it... You can't be te- when you are in the night and the thing is pulling you. Is it not if you have phone that can enter internet that you will see anything? But there are people that just like we did in Bible study the other day, their mind has become what a, a factory. A, what live stream? <laughs> there are people that have engaged in pornography. What, who am I helping? Have engaged in pornography to the point that their heart has become a factory, such that they can download and do live streaming from their heart. You are not with me. All they need to do is to see one kind drawing that you that because you are not deep in it, you don't you don't even attach any meaning to it. But once they see the drawing, just small drawing that suggests something sexual, eh? Their mind will now go to work because you have supplied their mind with raw material. Their mind has engaged that that thing for so long that it has become a factory that produces that kind of matter. All they need is raw material. They don't need to be fed outside media information. So these kind of people, even if you have taken phone away, taking all those things away, they can still masturbate. They can still because their mind is now a factory. Meanwhile, 
So when they come to a meeting like this, all they need to see is you dressing in this and you have fed their mind with another raw material. Where they came to be saved is where they had problem. May you not be may you not be stumbling block in Jesus' name. Let me stop here. I, I, I just helped somebody eternally now. So don't mind the way all of us are looking. Many people are suffering. And in case you don't know, it's not just the guys. In fact, the one that is holding ladies is the worst. A young lady came to me and was crying out. The young lady probably will be listening to me now. Said her own is holding her that she is even trying to, you know, do something with the lady that is sleeping with her. It is now lady to lady. These are people that held fire crusade last year. A woman of God. <laughs> and you need to know that for guys, you might think your own is hard. Don't even think about the ladies. Because they are in precarious situations such that it will be hard for them to, to tell somebody. Because a lady is already expected to be chased. There are certain things you shouldn't hear around them. But if you hear it around men, you say, eh, these are men. This is the culture that we have found ourselves around. Is it not true? When a lady say, comes and opens up to some of us, it, it takes a lot of faith and confidence. Part of the reason is because they also believe we can help them. Because some of them have pastors. I was asking one, don't you have pastors? <laughs> the person said, you know, my pastor is good though. But he can't help him. Part of the reason they are saying my pastor is good, he can't help him, is that some of them went to complain to their pastor. And the same spirit, because some of them know that there are demons working with them. And those demons have the capacity to seduce people. So they want to be free. So they meet pastor, even pastor fell for the seducing spirits. Okay, you need to be stronger. So sometimes, some of them meet us, and I know that they are they want to be free so you don't blame them in the initial stage you need to be strong so you don't just just because they have those and you have senses you now chase them away it's not always the answer especially if you trace that the person wants to be free you welcome the lady and then your eye should be if you don't know these things I'm telling you ah, you will fall upon a damsel before you have known what is happening and then the testimony will be my pastor is good because the lady knows that you are good oh. eh? just as she also knows that what that is what actually happened to you was stronger than you she was hoping that you have what it takes to withstand it so she knew that ordinarily eh, you wouldn't have done that Huh? she came again to complain and you fell the second time came again and you went and prayed and prayed and then you fell the third time oh God after me oh God the matter is inside you need to be strengthened inside so it is not enough to know that this person has you can actually know you can come to meet in ministration and then you will sit and then you will know that this place is charged. Why am I saying all this thing? But this is not where we want to go. We have something we need to deal with. You know the place is charged. Will you run away? 
No, you are, you are there to bring succor. That's why we are building you. Now, this is not excluding the place of boundaries. For example, some of you know me. There are things I, I don't even try to do. I've never done it. I don't do it. Like, I, I don't accept voice note from anybody. Talk more of a lady. Tell the lady to type it. You will see that that thing that is in 10 minutes cannot pass two paragraphs. So, that is to tell you that there is something she wants to communicate that is different from what is logically written. Meanwhile, what you need to do is to find out logic. Then I can determine whether you need a call or not. Some of them can call you and say, Sir, you won't understand. You won't, you won't understand. No. Mm. And then I know you. You are, you are a man of God. You are a pastor. Say, Please stop. stop. I know, you know his voice. How many of you have seen him making calls? I say, you don't, you don't need to cry. No. You don't need to cry. No. <laughs> Learn this thing. If you like, be, if you like, be doing. Initially, you will think you are strong. Huh? No, those ladies know you are not strong enough. They know. I say, if you, li- if you like, be apostle, be anything. This thing doesn't respect it. Carry fire, put in your bosom, it will burn you down. Mm. And it's better to prevent than to cure. I say, even if you didn't do the act, you will notice that an arrow has been shot into your heart and it can cost you two weeks of consistency on your altar. There is a level you will reach in God. You cannot afford that. Huh? It is not that you did something but you have now noticed that it is costing you consistency. The fire on your altar is now going down. You are moving but it is mechanical. How many of you, you have experienced it? You have, you have experienced it. I know you won't raise your hand. That's why, you, that's why your help is still far. Hmm? Be ashamed. Continue to be ashamed. That's your business. The day you lose the virtue of sincerity, eh? it's not just that men can't help you. Even God cannot help you. God can't help you. Because if you ask me now, I will by the Holy Ghost speak seven people here. But they refuse to raise their hand. Mm. Samahambre. Shitaba. G- give me 10 more minutes. Don't start. Because if you start. Hey! Is an awful. I have helped you, right? So we will get details into it. Actually, when you pray and fast, hmm? as I have told you people, prayer and fasting is not fundamentally to get results. It is for God to achieve His aim in you. Huh? And the purest proof of God's impact in a man's life is transformation. Sometimes transformation. 
So what is the goal of transformation? The goal of transformation is for you to sustain the mind of Christ. Now when you talk about the mind, the next thing that comes to you is thoughts. So what goes on in a mind? Say thoughts. So there is a certain thought process and pattern that God sustains. And you will not be able to think the way God thinks. Eh? If your mind has not been renewed. So the Bible said that we might know what is the good, perfect and acceptable will of God. Um, resting on a fundamental procedure. And that fundamental procedure is what? Transformation. He said, do not be conformed to this world, but be renewed, transformed by the renewing of your mind. Thank you. So, so that you might, show me the scripture now. That you might be able to know what. So a man that has not experienced transformation will not be able to what? Know what is that good. Eh? Perfect and acceptable. So your capacity to know. Are you with me? Your capacity to interact with the voice of God is dependent on the level of transformation that has taken place in your soul. I will yet show you the factors that affect accuracy. Are you getting the point? So when you are still a, you, you consistently desire to be a babe in God, there are certain things you will never hear. Eh? Because it takes transformation to a certain level for you to know that this one that is speaking, you will know what is good. Now, that thing is not, you know they have told you, they have taught you the God's ways, different kinds of the will of God. They said the will of God is perfect, permissive and no. That is not what that scripture is saying. The scripture is saying that there are three indices to know huh? what exactly is the will of God concerning a matter. So when you want to check the will of God, there are three things you must look for. One is that it has to be what? Good. If it's the will of God. Two is that it has to be what? Three is that it has to be what? No. First is that it has to be good. Two, acceptable. Three, perfect. Now, how do you measure this now? How do you know this? That is why verse 1 came. Verse 1 is, the, the one that wrote verse 2 is, um, supposing that by the time you are through with verse 1, you should be equipped huh, in your mind. Are you getting the point now? So the man that has not experienced transformation cannot hope to know what is the good. What is the acceptable and what is the perfect? Your capacity to know this is dependent on the layer of transformation that you have experienced in your soul. Are you getting the point? So when you are a babe, you don't really know what God is saying. That's what I'm saying. Some of those things you say, God told me 10 years ago. When you now, have you noticed? Has it not happened to you? God told you things 5 years ago. And after hearing some things growing, 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 Two years later, you check that thing or you wrote down and you say, what did I even write yourself? You will now notice it's rubbish you wrote. What is the difference? It's transformation. God, if God speaks to you the same thing he said three years ago now, the way you will interact with it will be different. Because your level of transformation and maturity in God will impact your understanding of the will of God. Are you with me? You need to know that even in the will, it's not just enough for you to know the will of God. You have to be educated in His dynamics. 
Oh my God. Somebody is asking me, is this? Now, if you go to the book of, is it not Colossians? It said that we know the will of God in all wisdom and what? Spiritual understanding. So that means that even in the will of God, a man can be grounded to a depth. Are you with me? So it's not just enough to say this is the will of God. There are depths in that will. And your capacity to go into that depth is dependent on many matters. So two of us can be in the will of God, but our capacity to get it accomplished will vary because of these matters that I'm bringing to you. So transformation impacts your capacity to interact with the will of God. So we can be interacting at different layers because I have sustained a mood in my soul because of the transformation. Are you with me? Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to know what is that good, what is that acceptable, and what perfect will. So let's say you desire you decided to be a babe. Huh? So through the night, you now put the, what you used to sleep with. Some people are born again, but they sleep with whiskey and they will do and they will do boom, 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 and you'll be doing it. Some of you are even music ministers and you are listening to me. There are some people you are using to do rehearsal. Madam, it's not just about the song, it's the spirit there. You you are soaking the spirit. Some people are music ministers and they are soaking. There is a name I want to call now. But he is somebody's name. Should I call it? Some of those are our song. Give me one name. Give me one. Give me one. I'm not the one that said it. He said Gozio KK. He is the one that said I'm not the one. Oh. Are you with me? So don't come and say I'm the one. Oh. But he said Gozio KK. And I'm not sure he is wrong. But I'm not the one that said it. Now imagine if you are soaking that, soaking that, soaking it. And then we call you to International Sonship Conference. And then when the atmosphere has charged, you are the person to lead before I will come. God, God show me. God. God. Only God can save you that day. Because the truth is that you must have noticed that there are different. I come in different modes for different occasions. How many of you were there at Enugu Sonship Conference? We, we did morning session, did morning session. And I now told them we are we are coming with garment in the evening. And by the time we came in the evening, it it was obvious that the person that that came in the morning is different from the person that came in the evening. My brother, there is such a thing. In fact, sometimes we have to keep the garment. If not, I can't teach. Like as I spoke this thing, something just happened to me. Because something about what we have is that it becomes stronger when somebody questions it. So if you sit here and question it, the reason why this thing happened now is that somebody questioned it as I said it. Then when somebody questions it, it comes. Kakabia! Astrobabahaya! There are certain things that if God called me, it will happen. We are not just here because we are here. They are backing from heaven to authenticate. 
Moses said, you have sent me, you have not told me who you are sending with me. So men appeared, they came with entourage. It was a sister that said, when we had that Enugu Sonship Conference, he said that when I entered the evening, he said that he suddenly saw the angels that came with me. For the fact that she saw, she's not supposed to see, she saw and they touched her. She didn't recover, the program finished. There are things you don't see, oh. come back 10 minutes my, you want to hijack my teaching Jesus help us help us in Jesus name amen, amen. let's do our <laughs> Papa what does the statement mean when you pray pray with your soul so you know God is saying something <laughs> I don't understand Who asked the question? Huh? Online. Hi. Huh? Okay. You say we should carry our mind along. Ah. You almost confuse me because you say pray with your soul. You don't even know what it means. Okay, you are not the one. <laughs> it's a big matter. Pray with your soul. Let me see the question. Let me try. I'm not sure it's connected to this. She's okay. Okay, she's trying to say when you pray, pray along with your mind or your soul so that you will know. Okay, what does when you say okay, 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 okay. If I let me assume that this is what she's saying. So what does this statement mean? When you pray, pray along with your mind so that you will be able to understand what God is saying. It is straightforward. Um, as I said that in fact more than 70% of, God, 70 of God's communication is non-cognitive. By cognitive, what do we mean? I need a better. This is good. Hmm? Uh -uh. You people do GS 101 and GS 201 in UNN. I know you. Oh my God. Because this word cognitive is one of the words I picked for my university days and he never left. Are you not a UNN student? All these UNN people. All these graduates. That is, where is my mic? So that their generation will hear them. Oga, stop running. You are one now. <laughs> okay, Rabbi, what is cognitive? Come and give Rabbi a mic. Raymond, do you have the answer? Why now? Give him the mic. Give it. The way he is looking at me and he's carrying tag, medical tag. Defend the medical people here. All the medical people here. Your destiny is at stake. Your man is. He is here.
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The term being someone how uh, making use of his cognitive abilities mm-hmm. uh, means that a person's psychological reasoning is intact, like his mind. The word is the mind. Hmm? Actually, the better word to use is mental faculties that is the better word to use what is what is the meaning in this context now mental faculty what does faculty stand for faculty stands for power huh? so when we say mental faculty we mean the the power of reasoning the power to comprehend and interact with information are you with me so there is power to interact with information so for you now, if your power to interact with information is not much, they will say your IQ is, is low. I say even in spirit matters, carry your mind along. Don't you know that there are certain things I can't teach if my mind is not, is not here? Even while I'm praying in tongues, I carry my mind along. The reason is because if we want to interact with the natural space, huh? then you need your mind. And God's communication is not verbal. is not mental. Are you getting it? But if we want to apply, we have to apply it here. And what this realm respects is something that is coming from the mind. Now, just because it's coming from the spirit does not mean that the mind cannot work with it. Hmm? That is why I'm trying to tell you, when a mind is transformed, renewed, it can interact with spirit matter easier. Easier. Follow me, follow me. Huh? So somebody goes into prayer and is praying, 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 praying. What's that? If your phone is on, put it on silent or, or get it, put it off. You have, you have 30 seconds. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Check, oh, check, check, check. As I'm saying it, you might think it's off, but it's not. Only for the thing to ring. And probably your ringtone is whiskey. Are you getting the point? So God does not God is not does not communicate directly to your mind. Um, this is the way it works. The the communication of God comes to your spirit or comes spiritual. It is not necessarily to your spirit. Are you hearing me? It is not necessarily to your spirit, but it is spiritual. For example, when we get to um, the oppressions of God's voice, God can, in fact, most times God communicates to believers through intuition. You know what is intuition. If you don't know, we'll get to it. eh? That is the Holy Spirit impressing 
in your heart or in your spirit. We will get there. But beyond that, God can also communicate to you outside of the intuition and there is nothing in this natural realm that knows what it is. So, your mental range has to come up with what the spirit is doing. Actually, when we say gain ascendancy in prayer, what we are saying is that the energy of your soul should get to the point where the energy of your spirit with the spirit of God actually sometimes your spirit can also operate at lower energy but sometimes your spirit is at high energy but your mind your soul is not yet there and guess what your flow and release of God matter is dependent on how much your mind has aligned with what is happening in the spirit how many of you have come to a point and let me use utterance as an example uh, utterance is God galvanizing your vocal cavity and first of all your mind and your vocals to communicate his words that means if your mind is not there a man that his mind is not sharp is not yet blessed with utterance actually the first place that God blesses you with is a sharp mind then he will touch your tongue it's not just touching your tongue. He has to touch your mind. Are you with me? Then he will touch your tongue. The two of them comes together. Meanwhile, the information that the mind and the tongue is releasing is not natural in origin. Is it? It is spiritual. But your mind has reached a plane in the spirit where it can interact with spiritual things. Now let me give you an example. Beyond the information that comes by intuition... There is also information that comes outside. It's not in the spirit. It's outside. Okay, for example, I can be in a meeting. Okay, how many of you suddenly you notice that your hand is shaking? Your hand is shaking. Is that what happening inside? But is it not God speaking to you? In that moment, you must know what God is saying. If there will be progress, if there will be application, you should be able to what? That thing... That is why I said, the voice of God is not necessarily words. But there is voice in his words. So God can speak without words. That is why I am trying to tell you, for an average man, if God does not communicate to his cognitive, and in cognitive realm, it takes words and thoughts to communicate. But God can communicate beyond that. But for you to be able to apply, that range of communication has to be brought to the mind. So the reason why we say carry your mind along is so that when that range of information is coming, your soul have ascended to the point in the spirit that it can relate with spirit information. That is when you can apply. So when suddenly you are praying and then you felt, how many of you have felt it? Your spine will start burning. Eh? What does it mean? So if you carry your mind along, after some season you are praying, you are praying. Suddenly your mind will tell you that <laughs> you noticed that the last time it happened, you prayed well. Another time it happened, you prayed with strange energy. Because you carried your mind along, it will help you and say, I prayed like this when it came, prayed like this, prayed like this. Your mind will tell you. Are you sure this is not prayer anointing? How many of you has happened to you? Especially when you are praying. You are tired. 
suddenly as you, you are still on the road going to school in fact sometimes you will be in the class teaching and then your spine will be burning only intercessors know this if you are not an intercessor it doesn't happen to you and if it's happening to you and you are not and you are not given to intercession it will not stay for too long is prayer anointing there are many there are seven supplies of the spirit of prayer I don't want to go there one of the supplies one of the things that make up the spirit of prayer is what we call the prayer anointing Hi, Jesus what we call the prayer anointing but that is not all the prayer anointing is, is not exactly the same thing with prayer power are you with me When, the, when prayer power comes, all of us can flow at the same range. But the proof of prayer anointing is what your prayer can get done per time. Eh? So two of us start praying on the same matter. My own gets it done in 15 minutes. Your own gets it done in 15 days. No, it's true. That means... And then... Let me give you another example. And then, we are leading prayer. Eh? Have you not noticed? That if, if I tell all of you to re- lead prayer, all of you can, we, almost all of us pray the same way. But you notice that when we go to is doing, the thing is moving you more. Than when, watcher is doing his own. He can be sweating the same way he's sweating, doing the same gymnastic. Eh? But the anointing differs. The anointing to do the same thing differs. So, what separated the two people in the same thing, they are praying the same way, is what? So, when, when they raise their voice, the thing will hit you. And you start feeling, you that came, you are tired. You know. When you hear his voice, you know how he starts. There is no Let's ascend to the hills. The great monarch of Zion. He, he called us. He called us. Ascend, ascend. If it's my sister, she will say, I, will, I want to leave all of you behind. There is somewhere I'm going. I want to leave you behind. I want to leave you. I want to, I want to go. I want to leave you behind. And then, what was the next one? Huh? We love you, Holy Ghost. Who is it? we love you, Holy Ghost? And then she, she will do <laughs> yes, it's yeah, and then <laughs> and then as you are hearing it, you can't be normal. You can't explain it. You heard it today, heard it tomorrow, heard it next tomorrow, heard it next tomorrow. The same thing. Or oh, guy is anointing. Try it. Come and take the mic and lead prayer. As you are leading, people will be sleeping. But if you think we are joking, I will drop this mic 
I will not lead prayer. Me, I won't lead prayer. I will just be praying and going up and down. Going up and down. And do it for five minutes. Say to your heart, I don't want to pray. <laughs> Say to yourself, I don't want to pray. Something I've done many years. I was doing you service. I told them, it's not without Michael. I'll tell them, just be sleeping. All you need to do, just be hearing me praying. That's enough. Oh God, the way I was yesterday is the way I am today. Will you leave me the same? Do something. Do something. <laughs> Do something. The days are passing. Father, if it's about me, no problem. But there is a generation waiting. It's a generation. The touch of my life is the touch on a generation. Touch me. Touch me. Touch me. The touch on me is a touch on a generation. Let me leave it. Because... Uh, one of the things that also comes with that prayer anointing is utterance. Not just utterance to lead prayer, utterance to pray, even if you are on your own. Suddenly you will know what exactly to say to God. There are people that pray, they don't know what to say to God. Have you not wondered? The way we coin prayer, the way I coin prayer, the way every day there is still something so let me stop there um, I think we have hey. please what is the wisdom it takes to draw the voice of God from the word of God hmm I think everybody should listen to this because the fundamental place God speaks to you is from the scripture. Actually, actually what I came to teach today, if we are able to finish the three remaining things yesterday, is the oracles of God. One of the oracles is the scripture. That is the basic oracle. Saptami basic. basic. Fundamental. As a matter of fact, if you heard from other places, you still use the scripture to test it. Let's say you heard from God and a voice appeared to you, appeared to you and said this money is what is stopping your progress. Go and kill him. And then you woke up. And when you woke up, light shine and you saw you saw the cutlass. And actually from your own summary, it seems as if he is this man. And when he said it, there was there was something like an awe that was around the voice. Hmm? You are confused. In fact, the voice was coming. When it was coming, it was a man coming and he was wearing white. It was coming like this.
And he told you that thing. Now all you need to do is to check whether it is consistent with the scripture. Is it consistent to kill your, your, a human being? No, you can try and say it's the Bible. When you try, the Nigerian government will help you. Now you will be in prison and God, God can forgive you. Eh? But you'll be on death row. Because anything that, no matter who said it, even if he's a major prophet that has been correct 99 times, he can be wrong that once. He can be wrong that once. He can be wrong that once. So there are certain things that can be, when you test it with the word, they can be. Like somebody asked a question. Say, so is it good for, let's say, a young man wants to be born again? You know, you preach, preach, preach. The young man said, if, if you sleep with me, I will, I will be born again. And then a voice came. I don't know. Are you with me? If you are with me, say amen. amen. And then, is there a way to justify that? In my own opinion, we we'll do we we'll do born again service. We we'll do rededication, because some of you, the way you got born again, we don't know how you got born again. That's why your life is like this. Multiple cases of warfare, multiple cases of deliverance, all kinds of stuff still in your life because you don't even know how you came here. There are certain things that must be left at the cross. So if we are still seeing it in your life now, it's a proof eh, that, that the process of your conversion was not complete. All they taught you is say after me, say after me, say after me, say after me. And mistakenly, if he is Victor, those people you laid hands and they spoke in tongues, it's over. Oh guys, it's not over. As an evangelist, sometimes you, you come, they are crying. Allow them to cry for 30 minutes. What you don't know is that that crying is breaking a lot of chains in their life. Somebody, as they are crying, they are making decisions not to go back to the sin. Somebody just says, say after me, say after me, and spoke in tongues and get, went back to his boyfriend. That means something never really happened. Because some people that are really God born again, under the heavy convicting power of the, as they are there at the altar crying, they are making decisions. Certain things they can't go back. That's why when they come back, they sing song, I won't go back again. Go back. Go back to what? You have to leave them so that they will cry up. They will tell you what they don't need to go back to. Some of you, if they want to say it, the pastor will tell them, there is no need to say it. He has passed. He's passed. He's passed. Just say after me. Say after me. And then you pastor people for five years. They will be in the same thing. Because they didn't make vow. It's not part of the thing the Holy Ghost taught important to touch when they came to the altar. You don't, you just, it's because people think that thing is a normal motion. It's, 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 it's a spiritual ceremony that is conducted when a man steps out. So you need to be a good midwife to bring people into the kingdom. This thing I'm telling you, I, I'm a revivalist and I've studied the history of revival. People like Charles Finney had the greatest 
result in their ministry. They said eighty percent of the people that got into God through him stayed through to the end. Seventy to eighty. Do you know why? They have a room they call the inquiry room. Sometimes if we say the Holy Ghost is working on a man for one week, sometimes three days. Do you know what they are doing? They will just they, uh, it's just that these days they overdo it. That's why there is a man, one of the heaviest men in this nation. That place you are. Eh? When you come, if the man is talking, he's so searching. Even though their own, I don't. Their own is now mechanism. I've even found out that the way they are doing their own now is mechanism. People that did it last year are doing it this year. They are doing it next year. They are doing it five years later. Oh boy, something else is holding you. You need to be educated in the assurance of your salvation. Because I noticed. Let me stop. Okay. Um, I didn't even answer the question. So what you do is um, expect God to speak to you anytime. See, my time has finished. Uh-uh. Why is the time running like this? Hey, 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 hey. And you are getting old. We are all getting... Things are moving fast. We need to get things done. Do you know why? what keeps me studying and doing some of that? I have checked. You are not getting young. Have you seen your picture 10 years ago? Go and check it. When you check it, don't smile. When you check your picture, don't smile. Live there with burden. <laughs> That's why I'm not the same with you. You put your own and say, the young man five years ago. What is the difference between five years ago and now? Where we are going, what is the difference? Anyway, some of you, you have made progress, but it's not enough. It's not enough. If you score, if you scored 40 over 100, you passed. Eh? Didn't you pass? Eh? You passed now, but it's just pass. What of the people that scored 70? The one that said it's over 100 know that there is a possibility of it hitting 80 and 90. Those days, if you tell my mother you pass, she will ask you, the people that are taking first position, do they have two heads? How many of you, they ask you that kind of question? <laughs> the worst day of my life was the day I took second position in my primary three. That's the worst day of my life. Ask my sisters. I hid under the bed. You can see my sister, my mother knew she was one, you are playing too much. And a, a damsel is the one that took it. Her name is Jesus. I don't forget those things. I won't tell you. You want to know? Do you want me to tell you? Okay, that people don't want. So let me leave you. So when my mother said that, I didn't hear it. Guess what? I took second position. They said, Do they have two heads? And she, she fulfilled her promise. <laughs> Only my sisters know what this thing. My mother promised you she will fulfill it. The way she flogged me. Hey. Her flogging is what whatever is close. If it is broom, good. If it is if it is shoe, good. Anything that is close. If it is her hand. 
Have you seen stars before? No, you have not. I promise you, you have not seen stars. You need my mother to slap you. She doesn't slap here or here. He is on the face like this. Boah! And then you'll be ferried in the spirit. <laughs> you begin to. S- How many of you want to see visions? That slap can give you visions. Wah! And then you start seeing visions. So what you need to do is to position your heart to always hear from God in the Word. Some people study the Word, study the Bible. Let me use Bible. Study the Bible just for information's sake. But you need to know that the scripture said that holy men spake as they were carried by the Spirit. So the origin, this, the Bible has one author. There are many writers, but what? And that author is the Holy Spirit. And if the Spirit of God is the author, if God is the author, fundamentally God is speaking to you. If He's not speaking as per specific instruction, He's speaking to build up. Because what the Word is expected to do fundamentally for you is to what? Build you up. Build you up. Take you from one layer to another. But if you come to the Word without that basic heart understanding, then you will just read it as another. How I many of you, why not show me that scripture? The Bible said that we should come with meekness to the engrafted word that is able to what? Hey, hey, hey. To, that is able to do what? Build up. I think we need to do more Bible studies. We need to do 12 hours Bible study. We, we, we did it a lot last year. Maybe... Maybe next year we start again. How many of you, you were in any of those sessions, Bible study? Were you there? Where did we do it? Let me know. No, it's not here. There is, okay, there is one we did here, the, the last one. If you did it in my parlor, did you come to anyone? You are no timer. You did it in my parlor, and you are not. And you are not. Uh, you are not Victor, and you are not Emmanuel, God's love, and you are not my sisters. You did it in my. You follow me to do that Bible study, man. Now, wow. Yes, yes, until she escaped. We are still looking for her. We have not found her. Well, maybe, maybe next year we'll find her. Um, so, when we come to that, we need to give ourselves to those extended periods. In fact, the reason why many people are moving, young believers are moving into many things, is because they have not heard God from the Bible and they're expecting one angel to come. Do you know why many people are confused? They have never heard God. And then an angel came and spoke to them and they are using it to walk. There are people that believe their visions, revelations, encounters more than they believe the Bible. You will enter into error. Actually, that's how many, many denominations that is moving into error in the body of Christ. There is no way 
a man will, there is no way, no matter how sincere you are, if you are not grounded in the word and you are having encounters, many voices, you will enter error. No way. You will be sincere. We will look at you and know you are a good man. But the things you are now saying is a proof that you are veered off from the plumb line of the scripture. So, as a matter of fact, for you to be correct in many oracles, the fundamental place we must educate you is hearing from the scripture. And it is simple. The way that you extract is to assume that every word that is in the Bible is, is talking to you. Before it has ever spoken to you, specifically, assume that he is speaking to you already. So when I come in the morning and open my Bible, I'm, I, I am coming 100% sure that whatever is there is God speaking to me. So, if you come that way, most times, specific situations, instances, matters can be touched using these scriptures. As a matter of fact, that is how I started hearing God. Actually, In fact, that is how I hear God majority of the time. Up to now, I'm a Bible man. No matter how much I pray, no matter the vision we have, we have to interpret it with the scripture. Are you with me? So the first thing is, the way to do it is to have a decision made, a hard posture you sustain, that every word that is in the Bible is God, what? Speaking to you. So when you come there, interact as if your father is talking to you. So, if you have filled your, your heart with layers of words coming to the scripture that you have received fundamentally as your father speaking to you, you can have encounters like the one A.A. A. Allen had. He said he was he was in a vision. And suddenly the man that was speaking to him told him 12 things that was wrong with his life. And in one of those words he said that a disciple is not greater than the master. He said when the man spoke he knew that he has heard this word before. He started searching. He now remember that it was, he has heard it in the Bible. Are you getting the point? So it is because the man is grounded in the scripture. Even when God is speaking from in an encounter, he was still speaking with the word. As a matter of fact, if we cannot trace your encounter to the word of God, we discard it. If God gives me encounter, gives me many things, and I have not been able to trace it to the scripture, even if I feel it's still correct, I will keep it in the shelves. For as long as it takes God to reveal to me in the Bible. Are you getting the point? So God speaks fundamentally. So you start with the scripture and you end with the scripture. This is what I mean by this. Before you have started hearing from other means, you start hearing from the scripture. Are you with me? So that even when God speaks from other places, you will still have to end with the scripture by getting the scripture to authenticate different other oracles. So the person that is saying that have to come with that hard posture and assume that what you read in the morning in the Bible was God that was speaking to you. That that thing he said you read in your Bible study is actually what you needed in your life today. And if it is true, that means you should not approach the word casually. That's why we pray the way we pray. There is a way you pray. There are some places you will open in the Bible to read. It's not, you will know it's not feeding your heart. 
How many of you has happened to you before? Meanwhile, all of them are Bible. But you know, as of today, this one is not feeding your heart. And there are some places you open to read. The kind of things that is coming out from there, you, can, you will be struggling to leave one verse. You have not left one verse. Is it not true? It has happened to you. If it has not happened to you, you have not done Bible study. Sometimes, just to, just to get what is in one verse, I will travel through the whole Bible. One verse. And sometimes the same verse will be there. God will still... You want to be fast. At, maybe you have a Bible plan. How many of you, you have one year Bible plan? Uh, uh, no. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Oh. Let me ask the Holy Ghost to help me find since you don't want to raise. You have Bible plan one year. Raise your hand now. Let's see it. Uh-huh. You see, I've seen more hands. And in the day of your Bible plan, you are reading a place. You know the work. You are reading it. You know, has it not happened to you? But you have Bible plan and you must read it. You are not yet wise. Now, find the place where God is going. Read it. You can now come back and read your Bible plan. Because there is no rule that said you can't read the two. But find where God is. It will jumpstart you. It will, if God is here... That means that is the key. These things are gates in the spirit. And a particular scripture can be the gate to the experiences that God wants to grant you in a particular season. Huh? In fact, a particular scripture can be the gate to the understanding of other scriptures in a season. Huh? How will I say it now? How will I say it? How will I give you a proper example? So God can be speaking on... God can be speaking on grace. Okay, maybe you expect God to release more grace and an anointing or whatever on your life. But when you are reading the Bible, the place that God is emphasizing on is honor. Are, Are you with me? That means that that scripture that is emphasizing on honor is the gate to enter into the all the emphasis, all other things. Maybe you, you think the key to the grace you are looking for is more prayer and fasting. Then God will break you out into the anointing. But the scripture you read is emphasizing on honor. That means the gate to the entrance in that season is in that scripture. So when you take it out, the voice is there. From there, what the voice is saying is that honor is the key. Honor is the key. Honor is the key. That means any other scripture I'm reading, eh? I will be reading it from the focal point of honor. Now another man can read that scripture and see another thing, but for me, I'm, I'm only t- I will only interpret it in the context of honor because that is the the gate to the grace that is tied to that season. Are you with me? Did you understand this? Okay. What was the last one? Somebody said, when you are sure God has spoken. Hmm. Eh, and it looks like it's taking a long time for the fulfillment of that word. What do you do? Kai, be serious. Let's find out what you will do. Let me use one scripture and help you. Amen. 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 Let's 
um, I think it's in the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Verse 36. Are you there with me? Let's read it together. I want to go. Let's read it again. Louder. Let's read it the third time. Let it sink in. This patience here has a purpose. The purpose is character. Now, when you have prayed on a matter, are you with me? And God has spoken, but is taking time to manifest. Then, from from the scripture and from experience, one, one thing is remaining: you have not sustained the character to carry the answer. So, what God is doing with that patience eh, is that He is de- developing your character in such a way that you can carry it. So, maybe God said, "Are you with me? If you are with me, say Amen." amen. So, maybe God said, "I will give you ten million." And a prophet said, it's going to happen this week. Glory to God. And the man has not like you. You know, everybody has said it. But the money is not coming. Do you know why? Your character is not enough to sustain that answer. So the scripture said, you have need. He didn't say, you will, the patience will come. No, no, no. He said, you, say need. I didn't hear you. Say need. Is a need now that what is needed after the answer have come he said after you have done the will of god you have need of patience so when a man has come to the fulfillment of the quota that it takes for the fulfillment of what god said and god has confirmed that what he said is about to come yet you have not seen the manifestation then there is a need and the need is what patience and according to the book of romans zeno romans chapter 5 now, when we talk about patience, the context here is what? Say character development. It means that there is a character sufficient enough to carry the weight of what God is bringing. And your heart has not been developed into that dimension yet. So God will withhold it. So when it comes, don't count slackness the way man is counting it. Eh? Enter into a, a default mood that came as a result of this understanding that even though God spoke that what is remaining now is that there is character that is needed for me to sustain the anointing there is character that is needed for me to sustain this money there is character needed for me to sustain this marriage are you with me? Okay, let's. I don't like using myself let me use myself as an example and then maybe God said a damsel is my wife. It is possible the person have not developed the character sufficient enough to sustain it. Maybe you can be looking from outside and it will seem as if it's easy. Guess what? It's only when you find yourself in the middle of the assignment 
that you will now know how hard it is. And because you have not developed your character, you will spoil many things. You will spoil things that cannot be mended. It's easier from outside, but when you spoil from inside, it cannot be mended. So, and God will check the pros and, and cons and decide that it's better to keep you unmarried. Are you with me? If you are with me, say amen. amen. So, um, that is one. That is assuming it's not demons. Because most times it's demons. After me, demons. And don't come and tell me his character when he's demons. Huh? Many of you here, let me tell you, uh, it, it might not be character because God has helped many of the ladies here. I'm not saying you are perfect, but he has, God has helped many of you. So, let's check whether he's demons. I need to marry all of you off by next year. Amen. I know if you don't want to say Amen. amen. Meanwhile, ah, I said I need to marry you off next year. Reduce a little. What you people don't know is that, listen, what you don't know is that I'm not just a father, I'm not just a pastor, I'm a father. Do you know the implication? Sons and daughters come to ask me of opinion. Yes. Let me stop there. The Lord give you understanding. Huh? So since many of you are not ready to be married, they ask me of opinion. I will say leave this one. Let's give her five more years. There is dealing on her life. <laughs> yes now. There are many ladies they are not they said they are not ready. And then when they are ready in five years, there is no husband. I will still be here. I will be praying for you and pouring anointing oil on your head. You are not with me. I say, I will still, I'm tied to you. I can't leave you. As your pastor, I can't leave you. I will be pouring anointing. If another one finish, I will send somebody to buy another one. I will be pouring because you are not wise. I say it again, many things that we are making prayer points is wisdom points. Used to tell people. The people that know you, I don't want to talk on relationship, but let me help one soul. The people that know you the most is around the east. And your leg carried you to, to the west. You are very foolish, oh, and you are a young lady. When you know that it is likely that you will marry somebody you have met somewhere in your life. Either in primary school, secondary school, or university. It is rare that you are walking on the road like this. Or somewhere. And somebody says, I want to marry you. No. If this young man wants to marry like this, he will start thinking about all the good damsels he has met in Revival Hope or in those good places. And then he will shut down to five. Shut down. It's how it works. Shut down to three. Shut down to two. And come and tell me he is confused among these two. And I will see the two. I will say, this one said she is not ready. She will be. She, she is in ten years time. Let's focus on this one. You'll be moving fast. This life is fast. Fulfill your destiny and go. It's no time. <laughs> no.
No, 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 no. I can't answer this. So. I, 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 I. The person asks for at the same time. Ooh. Kai, Kai. No, no. Come and hold it. Tomorrow we continue so that I will be able to hold it. When we finish, you give it to me. Let's pray in the spirit for one minute. One minute. In Jesus mighty. So we are in we are looking at um the purposes of the voice of God. And we have been able to look into how many now? The number one is what? Let me hear. Number one is what? Number two is what? Number three is what? Number four. Number five is to reveal. First Samuel chapter three, verse seven. Show us seven. Then show us twenty-one. To reveal. First summer. The scripture said, Now Samuel did not yet. What? If you are there, say Amen. Let's go together. Verse 7. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet what? Revealed unto him. Let's see 21. 21 said and the Lord appeared again in Shiloh for the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by, by the word so the first time the scripture said in verse 7 that Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Is your name Samuel? Which one? Is it Samuel or Akin? Samuel is your name. Okay. Let's assume this Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Why? The word of the Lord has not yet been revealed to him. So, the, the purpose, God needed this young man to know him. And this kind of knowledge can only be conveyed by revelation. Are you with me? And the revelation is in the voice. My God. I, I. There are people that is receiving impartation. So the scripture is trying to say here that um. The voice of God in this context comes. The purpose is that it comes to reveal. And the revelation that it is bringing to this young man is the revelation of God. He will not be able to execute his assignment. Or rather, his capacity to execute his assignment is dependent on how much of God that he knows. Are you with me? Meanwhile, he cannot know God unless God is revealed to him. God is not how many of you you are many of you are scientists you are scientists 
Are you not a scientist? And scientists, they do discovery. Is it not true? What else do they do? Huh? Research and discovery. God is not among the things that as a scientist you can research and discover. God can only be revealed. Satan is revealed. Yes. The only way you can know other things about the earth and the natural realm by research and discovery. But if it is God, God can only be known by revelation. So the man, the, man, the young boy Moses, because God has not been revealed to him, he can't know God. And the scripture said the only way for him to get into this kind of revelation is for his voice to come. So when God's voice comes to you, it brings to you the revelation, the revelation of things, the revelation of God. So the voice comes to reveal certain matters that are hidden. Let me even use the revelation of God for an, for an example. Certain times God comes to reveal himself to you. Are you with me? For example, God came to Abraham one time and spoke to him and said that I am El Shaddai. Say after me El Shaddai. Do you know the meaning of El Shaddai? All sufficient one. The multi-breasted one. Eh? The one that sustains all things and is not sustained by any. Eh? Nobody voted for him. So, 2023, he is not going to come down. He is king. I know we say he is eternity, but eternity is just to, is just to explain and capture his reference. Huh? But it's beyond anything that you can mention. All things consist in him. What kind of being is that? I say you need to understand this kind of person so that we know how to relate with him. Are you with me? That, was, that is why God needed to bring Abraham to that plane. He taught Abraham, with the, with the, he spoke to Abraham, Abraham didn't grab it to a certain point. He's still saying, am I the one that you didn't give any child? He said, come, let me show you. Look at the skies. He saw stars littered there. He said, look at the seashore. This is representative of children in the spirit and children in the natural. In the natural, the, the, the kingdom of Israel is made up of millions of souls. In the spirit, we have over a billion Christians. And these are the children of Abraham after the natural. Is it not true? Yes. If, 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 you are, if you are a man that operated by faith, then you are the seed of Abraham. Because we became his seed by faith. Every man that operated faith in the kingdom became a descendant of Abraham. So when God told him to look up, he was telling him to see with the eye of faith to the mortal realm. And begin to see the impossibilities that is captured in the realm of God. That is not the kind of thing you can see if, the, if it's not revealed. So what God did is by his word, he opened a vista for him. All God said is that I am El Shaddai. And that, very, that, that word that God spoke carried the energy and capacity to carry the man. And ferried him into the reality of the word that was spoken. Are you with me? Eh? And began to reveal to him 
the impossible dimensions of the one that was speaking to him because there are certain things about the God that you serve that you will never know until it is revealed to you so the word came so that he will reveal God to him so that he will know that the one that he is ever following is not such that can speak and lack the capacity to cause it to come to pass if it's true that he is the one that made the heavens and the earth what is it to give you a child what is it what will it take him to cause his words to come to pass what's your name sister Amaka, what will he take God? So the voice of God comes to reveal. Reveal God things. Reveal human things. Are you with me? So the voice of God can actually come to reveal things. Even things in your life. Hidden things. Because of time. Let me stop there. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 to 3. The voice comes to create. Another purpose of the voice is for creation. Actually that is the. That is the, the first time the voice turned out. It is to create. No, 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 no. Let me explain to you. I have said it before. When I say the voice, I don't necessarily mean the word of God. Are you with me? Don't mistake it. Now, the word carries the voice. But there are other things that carry the voice that is not the word. Are you with me? That is why we have to we showed you the how many purposes? Seven purposes. So we are not just talking about the word. If we are talking about the word, it will not be up to seven. But we are talking about the voice. And the word has voice. And many other things also has voice. Hmm? The voice is in the word. The word is in the scriptures. It's straightforward to understand. So there are many other things that the word does. Hmm? And um, in that context, the word can be seen as a living being. Actually, we don't want to go there. The word is both Rema and Logos. As a, as a matter of fact, when the word has reached its apex in its manifestation, in my own opinion, the word will now be called Remalogos. Because what God intended is that you will be a living Logos. When the word, when it's coming, it can be letters. When it enters you, when, when it wants to enter you, it enters living as a Rema. But when Rema has entered you, the Bible says you are living a business. What does it mean? It means that what is in the scripture, maybe holiness in the Bible, has become holiness in your life. So we don't need to read it in the Bible as Logos. Your life is saying it. And day to day you are living it. That means the Logos is now living. Is it not true? 
That is what God wants to make out of us by infusing us with layers of the word. For the point that we are made up, we, you leave the word, you breathe it, you speak it. Your mind has been reconfigured by the word. You think the word, you say it, you act it. Your opinion, you don't have, there are people that are believers, they sustain different opinions from the one that is in the Bible. Those ones, they are not yet there. Huh? They, they, they are believers that are humanists. Now, you are first a kingdom man before you are a humanist. To be a humanist is good. Are you with me? But that's not the ultimate. Six cannot give us what we are looking for. The answer is in seven. And six is humanity. But seven is divine. Humanity came to the point that he couldn't even save himself. Huh? So when you come to the point that you can come to the north like this, and then you will see all those full and men and whatever they are doing, you will see them and preach the gospel. No, you give them food, give them money, give them everything. They will, some of them will take it huh? and still use it to do terrorism. That is to show you your humanism is not enough to change them. There are some people they even showed mercy. They became the most wicked of the terrorists. Do you know why? Humanism lacks the capacity to transform the heart of a man. It will take number seven. It will take number seven. We have tried. Actually God left man to try. Since the time man fell until Jesus came. God left man to try. A man tried. 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 In fact, man didn't even do much. From Genesis chapter 6, God said, My spirit cannot strive with man. Because what is coming out from him is evil from his youth. That was what men like Paul was, was saying when he spoke in the book of Romans chapter 6 or 7. 7. He said, O wretched man that I am. 6. Think the last verse. 7, right? 7. O wretched man that I am. Okay, no. Six. You know why he's six? Before he said, O wretched man, there are things that happen. He said, The good I want to do, I couldn't do. The bad I don't want to do, I'm doing. Before he now said, O wretched man. Now, have you ever decided before that there are some, my, some of my messages you listen to and you say, I will pray six hours every day for 21 days? How many of you, you have done it? It might not be six hours, but you promised yourself. Raise your hand. Oh, maybe God will help you. Oh, we are men. And then when you finish saying it, that night, your friend from campus day suddenly called you. What's her name? One of those your friend in UNM. There is one self. What's her name? Jesus. Jesus. Kezia friend. The twin. 
the brother is is a twin. Huh? Uh-huh. And then she imagine she called you by ten. Glory to God. And then you are catching up. You are catching up. You are catching up. You caught up till twelve in the night. And then your prayer time, you told God I will pray for four hours for twenty one days. I want to enter into realms and dimensions. And then when he's reaching, you now woke up. Who is the person that even prays that? <laughs> the guy knows himself. They recorded his voice and sent to the query side WhatsApp group. And he was praying. And then I forgot who is in that, and he started saying, "Ah, ah!" And they said he is drunk in the Holy Ghost. I said, "No, this one is a voice of a man that has not eaten." And then you can't keep it. Try, try, try. You will find out that you lack the capacity. So actually God allowed man to try. And when he couldn't try, we find out that there is nothing in humanity that can save us. We cried out to the divine one from heaven. So he has to take the one that is from above to save them that is here. And if men will experience the fullness of all the deliverance that the scripture gave us is that we have to look above. Give me volume on this. He said that we have to look above. Huh? Where Christ is. No. Go and touch it. You know where you touch it. Go and touch it. Where did you touch it? You are the one that touched it when we are praying. Go and touch it back. This one. This one. Be fast. Up there. Amen, amen, amen. It's okay. It's okay. Because we need to fly in five minutes and I need the coordinates to be correct. If I give you mic to help us to fly, can you do it? No, I'm an experienced pilot. <laughs> hey, I have stars. Yes, I have stars. I have, I have carried people to warfare before. And I brought them back safely. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter how thick the warfare is. Eh? I have staff for flying. I have been confirmed a combatant pilot. I have a Kasalibai. This man, so I have some of us have been confirmed. So, when we need to ferry soldiers, have you seen those American soldiers? They will pack them and they are waiting to enter into warfare. But their destination and, and destiny is dependent on the pilot ferrying them. He needs to navigate the causeways and find himself in place where he can drop those men so that they can engage their weapons. There are places if you don't get to your weapon, is not needed. 
it is when you fly and get to that place and many men that have come here what they see why not give me my own mic what they see is sometimes they see an ego that the wings covered everywhere sometimes they see an aeroplane so these things I'm telling you is not I'm not trying to impress you it's things you have seen as spiritual realities do you know what it means you are not carried here because you don't want to be carried I feel a strong anointing no, let me interpret the anointing then I will get back to you is it many one thing Amen. Okay, to create Genesis chapter 1, 1 to 3. Quickly, quickly, we have five minutes. Seem as if these my guys today. Um, Esther said she will show me. She will show me pepper. So let me help myself. Verse 1 In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Verse 3. Let's read together. The key word there is what? And God said. So the, when God spoke. I think everybody knows this one. Seth. When God spoke. Things were created. So the voice comes to cause things that be not to be. Cause things that we are not to be created. The voice of God. The voice of God. This is what Satan knows that you don't know. This is what Satan knows. That this is what Satan is fighting in your life actually. Because Satan knows that when God speaks, new things are created. It doesn't matter what is existing. The voice of God causes new matters to start existing. That is why we sang the song we sang last week. Eh? Once God speaks, that word that came from him causes things to be put in place. Because the voice of God has, has, has an end. He has something. He has a completion in heart. Eh? Maybe God spoke and said, Let's make Rabbi a billionaire. Huh? Do you know what it will do? That voice that went forth, we first of all have to create many things. It will create relationships. It will create a business model. It will create scarcity for your goods. You are not with me. Joseph is not needed. He was needed because there was there was there was a a, a challenge in the whole of the, the whole of the hemisphere that needed his wisdom. Huh? But what God, God just spoke and said, I will lift you up. Are you with me? But that word as he was traveling, it was creating things along the way to make sure you are lifted. <laughs> Pray in one minute. No, just 30 seconds. Let the word create the relationships. Let it create the ideas. Let it create the circumstances, the, the challenges. It is when there is challenge that your skills are needed. God said, I will lift you up. How?
Jesus mighty name. I'm trusting God to, to do mighty things in the life of many of you. Whether you believe it or not, next, from now until the next one year, will be tremendous in the life of many. You won't even recognize, and I mean everywhere, financially everywhere. I say you will run away from money. That's why God is increasing your capacity. Don't think just because we are praying and doing all this thing, we don't know all those things. I want you to be billionaires. I want to pastor prophetic billionaires. Billionaires. Even in dollars. So that the world we know that having money does not stop us from being what God called us to be. Money is a servant. Some people believe the reason why you are praying the way you are praying is because you have not married. Is it true? That the reason why you are praying is because you don't have money yet. Is it true? You have to prove that it is not true. You have to follow through to the end. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The world will never know that the things that they pursue after is not the end. That they are vanity. It will take you to prove it to them. That even as you have acquired these things, it is nothing to you. That they are just servant tools to achieve purpose. They will never know. They are still doubting it. Because your life has not proved it. Some of you, if you have one, one, if you have ten million naira, you even stop school. It has become true that you never even knew the importance of education. That all you wanted was money, and the reason why you are going to school is money. If it is true, then don't go. Don't go because the Nigerian certificate is not useful. There is an education that doesn't equal money. Education is not necessarily equal to money. Sometimes it's more valuable than money. And it's supposed to be more valuable than money. The reason why is education is that the value is intangible. You can convert it to money, but it's not money. It's bigger than money. A society is weak when they are not educated. And it is true that Nigeria is... That the, 90% of the people you see in this nation is not educated. And it's not because they are not professors. But it has not reflected in their way of life. And when what you learned in school is not reflecting in your way of life, it's true that you are not education, educated. What you have is knowledge. And knowledge is not education. Are you getting the point? When men are educated, it transforms their society. But our professors are the ones sleeping with our daughters. It is proof that they are not educated. These guys will go abroad and see what education has done to people. That he brought a society that is worthy to live in. They will come back here. Eh? And they will give the money to execute projects. And they will store it in banks. It's a proof that even though they went abroad and went to school. They went to school. But they were not educated. But because if men are educated, it should bring a level of transformation. There is a, there is a difference between the way you live. And the way that somebody that is an illiterate live. When you call somebody an illiterate, there is something that made you say it. There are things he did. Is it not true? There is a way he lives. Is it not true, dog? When you stop living that way, 
they now say you are not an illiterate that you are educated meanwhile they have not seen books in your hand that means that education is supposed to cause a society to live in a certain way i want to ask you is the nigerian society educated but people go to universities and come out so when you don't know these things you will begin to quantify educate your education on the money that you get but our target is to get men to the point where they are accurate representatives of the transformation that we want to see in the society until we get to that point men are not educated i just help somebody to know i just help somebody to define his vision there is somebody here that is having problem with defining the vision the assignment that god gave to and he's questioning i just helped you now So the next thing is to create the last one is to order the voice of God comes to order first Corinthians chapter 11 verse 34 verse 34 hey verse 34 and if any man hunger let him what that ye came not together unto condemnation and the rest will I set what this is a man that he is ordering things this is actually a holy communion session you know Imagine you coming to Holy Communion and you have not eaten since yesterday. My God. Have you not noticed? He said the truth. You are taking Holy Communion when you have not eaten. The thing is exceptionally sweeter. And you want to collect. <laughs> it's not about the physical size. The impact of what is is not about what in fact the older sense the theologians in the body of Christ there is um, a theological stand that they had in the matters of communion I think the Catholics still believe in it it is called the doctrine of transubstantiation and what they are saying is that at that point that you are praying the thing actually turned to the body and uh, the truth and some people say that it never turned to anything that is still the bread the truth is in the middle actually the truth is not in the middle the truth is not here it's not here the truth is in the bible the truth is that men only enter into what it is really by revelation huh? so that even when the priest has prayed on it and you ate it without revelation nothing happened it is still the same thing for you are you with me so the prayer or whatever they did didn't make it anything what made it into something is revelation are you getting the point now and you can have the revelation today and tomorrow you lose it so the communion can be working for you today tomorrow it will stop working that means you have lost the revelation of what god is communicating are you with me so the answer is not doctrinal. The answer is relational, is revelational, is organic. 
So we cannot use doctrine to settle that matter. We can only settle it by organics. And the organics of God can only be entered into by revelation. So, um, for we ought to understand this 34. Are you with me? The context of this scripture is, and the rest will I set in order. For we to understand this, then we have to go back. Let's see verse 21. That's if Sister Sister Esther will allow us. Twenty-three, not twenty-one. Twenty-three, twenty-three. But I have but for I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed what? took bread. What is happening here? A man traveled to heaven and then God showed him specifics. You need to understand the context of the um, communication that is bringing to these people. Are you with me? This is a man bringing certain things in order in the body of Christ and the information with which he functioned is not common as a matter of fact what he's saying that he participated in day he said that which I've received of the Lord on the last that day they took the supper Paul was not there but he said that which I've received of the Lord how my brothers and sisters how did how did Paul receive it now the revelation came how so are you with me so there is a purpose God brought God spoke to this man. God showed this man certain things. He said, I know a man. That the man was ferried into heaven. And he saw unspeakable matters. As a matter of fact, many of the things that the, the fundamental, the apostles of the Lamb experienced. The things they touched and did with Jesus. They did not enter into the revelation. It was when Paul appeared that he began to tell them the revelation and the experience behind what they do. And, and because the life and the living is dependent on how much of revelation that you have access to. You see, as if Paul is the most of the giants. Because it is not about the things we do. It's about the revelation that is backing it. Men will never enter into the things that we do in the body of Christ as routines. The culture, eh? the life, the instructions, the doctrines, the things we do can still stay in the Bible as letters that can kill except the revelation come thereby and then men live by it because the intent of God is to take into the organics because the life that we live is actually true it is a life there is a reason why it is called a life and if it's a life it's organic and that means the supply has to be revelation the supply has to be in the spirit the supply has to give a living dimension so Paul said that which I have received of the Lord so the word came to him in such a way that he can set in order. This is where the word came to set things in order. Are you with me? So sometimes we can be in a setting like this, and then things will be happening. Things will be happening. Things will be happening. Certain men will set themselves out to pray. And the reason why they are praying is because let them find out what are we supposed to do in this matter. There was a story that my mother told me many years ago. I think she repeated that story not about two years. She said when they started, they started, she was one of the people that effort those days in this town. That a time came and doctrine almost tore them into two. 
and there was nobody that could settle the matter so a woman rose among the means and said this is not something that should tear us apart let's take it to god so that by his revelation matters can be set in order when you don't have god speak the voice of god tell me matters like this then people can take laws into their hands people can misbehave in the body and say i i know the same thing you know is it not the same but god is talking to us are we not are we not believer what you are i am the same thing or that you are not the same thing the voice of god said bless men that is what has set things in order yes so that some are supposed to be here others are there when men don't know these things they will be taken out of context and they will use the power that they should have to execute the assignment that god has given to them Paul said, I have come to set things in order. There is an information with which I come. He said, That which I have received of the Lord. What have you received? That is how you will set things in order. When you come in, that is the authority with which we do ministry. That God spoke to me that this and this should be like this. That is the authority. That is what differentiates it. So, what you are doing is not the opinion of men. Remember, I told you that the voice of God is God's opinion concerning matters so there is an opinion god had concerning matters and the only way we know is to trace his voice and stay there so sometimes peter will come and tell ananias and Sapphira, why have you lied to the holy ghost but we thought that we are men remember paul was the one speaking here but it was the voice of god that was giving order to the body of christ i will yet show you there are five oracles. There are five oracles of God, and men are God's oracles. If you have not heard God before, if His voice has never come to you, I tell you, God speaks by men. He said, "I come to set things in order." I think you need to pray for your life and say, "How many things are out of order in my life? Out of alignment? Speak, oh God." My life will be realigned. The power to, to receive from the head is dependent on alignment. You have one minute. Oh, 